Hi, everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from beautiful but blustery Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Dan. And back by no popular demand, I am Jake, filling in for Frank. Right, it's true. You are, it's by popular demand of me. (laughs) I demand that you be here, and I'm very popular. I don't know if you know that. I like to think a couple people are going, oh... That's fun. Oh, Jake. I remember him from a couple two uh, from two episodes ago. Right. Yeah. Frank has apparently just left the show. Frank's just left. He's not. He's not with the show anymore. No, you that's don't not say true. That gonna, no, yeah. Frank's actually uh, working on a, uh, a a documentary that he's been making, and so it's it's been it's been a lot of work for him. So we wish him well with that. That was a very Mormon sort of feeling thing. We wish. Mormon, you guys, please bear with Brother Frank. You need to you is. need to realize that uh, the Mormons love to tell you, like to include you in whatever it is they're saying. So <laughs> we all wish blah 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 blah, or we all I'm, this that, and I'm like, dude, you can't just you can't just slam me into whatever it is you're talking about. I don't wish him well. I, no, I get I to I well, get right. to choose whether or not I wish that person well. You can't see it, but I'm raising my right hand. Yes, yes. you are. Frank you're you're indicating with the uplifted <laughs> hand. Oh my God, Mormons are going crazy right now. They all Ooh. get it. The rest of you, just know it's uh, it's some crazy shit. <laughs> well, coming up on today's show, we're going to be talking about uh, about God. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake, have you heard of this fellow God? Yeah, I have heard of him. He. He gives directives. He, he he tells you stuff. He does. He's he's a little bit of a he's a little bit of an imp though. Yeah. Sometimes he tells you stuff and then he fucks with you. Okay. So we'll be we'll be talking about that because God has told a bunch of people some shit and then been like, ah, just kidding, psych. It's the old God psych out. So we'll be we'll be getting to that later in the show. Uh, right now though, let's tell some stories. I'm going to tell a story. Hmm. Um. This this relates to the whole country of these United States, but has a special place. It has a special, like, location, which is here in Utah. Mm. Uh, well, and Idaho, because uh, Republican representatives Mike Lee and, uh, and, and Idaho representative uh, Raul Labrador... Which I'm 90% sure is a made-up name. Yeah. Which they do in Idaho. It's that game where, like... Nate, it's your what was your first pet right exactly <laughs> right who who was your favorite uh, uh adams family member uh <laughs> actor and uh your yeah exactly i uh i do you know the name of the idaho governor pugsley goldfish it, it is pugsley goldfish <laughs> right as a matter of fact it's like it, no it's like butch badger or something like that i don't <laughs> I it's love idaho something crazy like, wait a minute i have to look that up idaho go. idaho is utah's crazy uncle Idaho is Butch Otter. That's what it is. Otter. Butch Otter. And Labrador. You have to be named for an animal to run for office. <laughs> in order to run for office in Idaho. Hello. I'm <laughs> I do like Pugsley Goldfish. That's yeah. like my favorite thing. <laughs> um, anyway, these fellas in the, uh, the House uh, of Representatives, the United States House of Representatives. Oh, well, Mike, Mike Lee's a, a senator, I guess. Uh, they, they're all working on something very special. Um, it's a, they're, they're currently having, um, talks and whatnot, uh, hearings about a religious freedom legislation, uh, that they're, that they're trying to bring about. This is, what's great is that they're calling this, what are they calling it? It's like, uh, the, 
the First Amendment Defense Act, which is amazing because if it's an amendment to our Constitution, it's if it's enshrined, it's pretty defended. It's in there. It's a, they swear an oath. That's already defended. Like, literally, all anyone has to do is say, hey, we're, somebody's breaking the Constitution, and then the whole judicial system goes, no! And we have an army, even, for that, I think. So we don't need any acts <laughs> defending it whatsoever. But they're going to anyway. They're going to defend the First Amendment uh, and the way that they're going to do it is to make sure that any uh, that that uh, that you know we don't have to protect the gays. Make sure that if if you don't like gays religiously, if you have a religious hatred of gays, or or you know, le- uh, you know, trans people or whatever, the whole you'll be okay. All of the letters L G B N T put together, and Q and R and. Any letter, any letter that you got, if you hate those people, if there's a Sesame Street episode brought to you by it, right, they then do not like them. Right, exactly. And you're allowed not to like them, and, and we can't force you to. Um, Jason Chaffetz, another Utah representative, uh, is the chair of the House Oversight and Government uh, Reform Committee, which is completely full of Republicans, conservative Republicans, because right now they own the House. And uh, yes, they're they're going to make sure that uh, that yes uh, that we're all protected from the queers. Isn't that nice? It is. I like how there's also they usually always lump in there the wait freedom of speech. Wait, no, no, That's no, no, I wasn't in that. Or in, the other uh, the other things in the in the, uh, in the First Amendment. Yeah, right? no, just that one. Free press just, or whatever. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's not what they care about. <laughs> They, and and the Second Amendment only talks about guns, right? Just that you can have as many as you want. I think that's what and it no says. one's allowed to t- to tell you you can't, right? And you or or restrict your gun ownership in any single way. Clips for days. I'm pretty sure that the Second Amendment says something about being allowed to own a uh, a, a flamethrower, right? Probably, and like a, Thomas Jefferson would have wanted, right? Exactly. I Thomas Jefferson had an arsenal. I don't know if people people don't know this, but Thomas Jefferson ha- he had a rocket launcher. Uh, he had like RPGs. Monticello was a fortress, dude. That place that d- he would just sit on the back porch and like flamethrow out into <laughs> the fields. That was his favorite thing to do. Anyway, uh, so yeah, the, keep 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 watching for that uh, while they uh, while the. National organizations, all the anti-LGBT national organizations, like the National Organization for Marriage or NOM, nom 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 nom, uh, they're they're all making sure that that we're safe from the uh, the imposing specter of people who aren't like us. All right. Well, Dan. Yeah. What you got? Did, did it hurt Wh- when you fell from heaven? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it hurt kind of a little yeah. bit. Hurt my mom more because angel <laughs> angels fall from heaven. That's yeah, the implication of that uh, pickup line, and also there's an the island of Sulawesi in Indonesia. Oh yeah, found an angel. <gasps> yes, yeah, fallen from heaven, washed up on the shore. Oh, a fisherman took her home. Uh huh. Dressed her in the blouse, skirt, and hijab. Oh, okay. And has, has taken care of her. They've changed her clothes every day as a sign of respect for this green-eyed, fair-skinned angel. Uh-huh. That 
that was until uh, people got word, <laughs> photos spread around, and that, that, that ain't no angel. Is this, okay. It's a sex doll. Ah! Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, I'm sure they changed her clothes every <laughs> yes. every day. I got to change her mom. He was 21-year-old fisherman, so yeah. Yeah, he's I'm, like... Uh, just got to change the clothes on the doll again. Change the clothes on the doll. Out of respect, I'm going to put the hijab back on right after I check out how her yeah. mouth works. This angel is... <laughs> I don't know. But... <laughs> Wait, so... so What happened, though? Is, is this the, one of those, like, really super lifelike dolls? It is. It's but, one of the really... I mean, it kind of looks like a weird cartoonish one, but I mean, you could... Let me see. Know, do you have simple, a picture of it? I do. Uh, we, I mean... Here she is. And, he, and they've posed her with her hands folded in oh, her lap. Oh, oh, she looks really, like, super young. Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, or just beautiful from heaven, Dan. Oh, for, right. I'm sorry. What I meant was an angel who is lifelike, but clearly is not breathing or moving. Feels lifelike. But um, I guess... The uh, the police took the angel away. Oh, no. They were afraid of how the population would react to headlines that were coming out of angel found fallen from the sky naked and weeping. And they, like newspapers were covering it. And <laughs> the, the police chief has the greatest quote. He said, they have no internet. They don't know what a sex toy is. Oh. <laughs> poor I hope he didn't tell him. I, I hope he oh. just took her away. We we and just we, she we need to take her. She'll to, she'll be in good hands. Inspiration. We'll take her on tour right. or something. She, like, she needs to be with thing. the yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, like he's. I hope they didn't break his bubble. Yeah, exactly. But those things are expensive. He yeah. probably took it away and was like, "This is find the owner." This, this no no. Oh. This is coming oh. home with me. It's at the police station. Oh right? yeah. All right. Yeah, they're all they're all taking turns in the uh, in the evidence locker now. So there's no. There was no fun angel miracle. But, oh. But it was good for us. You don't know that. that. You yeah. don't know that that wasn't an angel miracle. In that guy's life, it definitely was. Especially, especially if he used her for the purpose for which she was made. Uh, which one hopes that he did. Because life as a, as a young fisherman in Indonesia doesn't sound like it'd be full of excitement and adventure. No, this was probably the biggest thing to have. This is a story he will tell his grandkids. Yeah, about. he will. Heck yeah. Let me tell you about the time. An angel fell from heaven <laughs> onto my penis. Anyway, uh, I'm gonna since since we're in the the Asian region, hmm. uh, I'm I'm going to talk about. Oh, that's not how I was going to transfer into this right. uh, into this Try story. I, let's let's pretend I never said that. Imagine, if you will, hmm. a country where a dominant religion l inadvertently and with and claiming not to lords it over everyone who doesn't believe in Did, that in in that dominant is there religion. a place like that in could this it world? possibly be Ooh. where where people of minority religions or no religion at all seem to be treated more poorly than people of the majority religion where do you speak of <laughs> right what i speak of is pretty much everywhere in the world okay but specifically this time it's new delhi india well it's not it's india in general uh so in in new delhi there's been uh there's been uprisings um, as a new report has come out that says that uh, the country's Christians and Muslims and uh, and other minorities uh, aren't treated as well as the Hindus of of India. 
including things like, uh, uh, you know, not being allowed to slaughter cows or, you know, people who have cows and, and, and our cow herds being horribly treated. Okay, because the Hindus don't like it and they want to do it anyway. They just want a burger. Yeah. And the Hindus are like. No, 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 absolutely not. But also, also, yeah, people are just badly treated, uh, uh, apparently. And apparently this is shocking, shocking. I say there's the report uh, mentions that um, there are forced conversions to Hindu groups and uh, problems with police bias and judicial inaction. They have, quote, uh, they have, quote, created a pervasive climate of impunity where religious minority communities feel increasingly insecure with no recourse when religiously motivated crimes occur. Congratulations, India. You're, you're, it's good to hear the Hindus are also able to get in on the To be assholes, yeah. <laughs> just like the Christians here and the Muslims in yeah. the Muslim world. And just pretty much anywhere where there's a dominant religion, they turn into assholes pretty much right away. So, yes, it's the, the Hin- we think of Hinduism as like this peaceful yeah. accepting world of you know being just chill with everybody no not to get enough of them together yeah you get enough of anybody together and you get yeah you get the buddhists uh in in some parts of asia who are like dicks to who are fighting and like killing muslims and you got it's it's basically just once you get a majority of people human beings are tribal and my tribe is bigger than yours, so fuck you, <laughs> apparently. Anyway, yeah, what do you got? Uh, speaking of tribes, maybe, uh, we all know of, well, well, one family has set out to make their own tribe. Oh, The what? Duggars. <laughs> they, they, they succeeded. Yeah, that's a tribe. They tribed it up. There yeah. were probably Native American tribes smaller than the Duggar the, family the that Duggars. we recognize, so... Um, I, maybe maybe the Duggars should get a reservation at this point. They <laughs> should just they, send them down to Oklahoma. They can start a casino now. The trail of self-righteous tears. Oh my gosh! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they are their their particular sect led by Vaughn Ullman. You may know that name. They're Christian fundamentalists. Yeah, called the Quiverful. And this boy. is another, it's another term that like. It, Christians recognize right away. Yeah. You you don't got no quiver full, Dan. Oh, uh, no. My quiver is decidedly and purposefully empty. Yeah, it's just cobwebs. Uh, yeah. I, have a, I have a quiver, not even really. I think it's really more daughters. You you have a quiver full of children, but, but you're very like, in particularly daughters to marry off. Yeah, well, you need some sons to, to, to help the, uh, those guys with daughters. Have a pretty good quiver then. Yeah, yeah, you got you got all kinds of boys, <laughs> yeah, running around. But if, but say you had a bunch of those boys or daughters, and you believe in this sect, you you don't want them just marrying anyone. No, marrying some college no. educated liberal. No, but what can you do? It's not like you can control who they marry. But what if you could? What if I told you? <laughs> You could with the let them marry retreat. <laughs> Not which is a because I kind of know where you're going mm. with this. I will say let them marry. Not what we're talking <laughs> Make about. Make them here. marry. Let them marry who we choose. Yeah. So okay. they are having a retreat and you you get your kids. You get your older married kids. Wait. No. 
No. You get any of your kids between the ages of 13 and 20. Oh. Yeah, that's that's where it starts to even get a little creepier than you already thought. So, okay, so what are they doing? They're, you can, you've got to be 13 or 20. They do not, no 12-year-olds, <laughs> listen up, you. Let's, so, not be, let's not be gross. And they have some specific uh, qualifiers. These, these are awful. So wait, so okay, what they're doing well, is, okay. is they're, they're, they're bringing the kids along with yeah, them? Yeah, you can go as a parent, or if your kid's older, if you've got a troublesome older daughter that just, you just can't marry her off, <laughs> you can she, send her alone, I guess. She wants to be liberal she's, or something. Or she's, she's, maybe she's a little homely. You drag her by uh, the hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you dress her up in her best gingham, and you <laughs> drag her by the hair down to the, let them marry. They, they have rules. Here's some rules. Okay. The, the this is specifically for the girls. Number rule number one: the youth ready for marriage has breasts. A woman who is to be married is one who has breasts, breasts which signal her readiness for marriage, and breasts who promise enjoyment for her husband. Oh my god! I'm yeah, so fucking creeped cring, out right now. That's only one. There's two more. <laughs> uh, so wait. So what we're talking about here is fathers. Like, basically arranging marriages for their daughters and being obsessed with their daughter's breasts. Yes. God, that's, that's creepy. That's one criteria. That, so okay. Don't be bringing no girls with no boobies, yeah. though. Wait. What's she doing here? What? She ain't got no titties. Get her back. Come back in a year. Yeah. The next one, too. The youth, ready for marriage, is ready to bear children. Unlike yeah. modern society, Scripture sees the woman as a bearer, nurser, and raiser of children the young woman is the woman whose body is physically ready for these things, physically mature enough to handle them without damage. That's the main concern. Just like <laughs> not 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 any weather, any other way that she's ready for them. Just well, can she get it out? Handle them without damage. Yeah, that is creepy. Meaning, like if you're old enough to hold a child, a baby, and not kill it. Like, you know better than to grab it by its head and just, yeah. like, flap it, it can, around. It can come out of you without too much damage, yes. Oh, my God. And then the youth, number three, the youth ready for marriage is one who is ready for sexual intercourse sexually and emotionally. Her desire is for her husband, and she is ready to rejoice in him physically. Jesus Christ. So what, so what they want is something, like, they want a female human... Who hopefully has no, you know, will or ideas or, you know, personality, but does have titties and can make babies, can make babies. And then, sure, we'll yeah. just marry her off to the first thing with a penis. Cause yeah, and you would think, okay, so they go and talk to the boys that are like them and meet up. No, that's not what you do. If you're a boy and you go... And you see a girl that you like that looks, you know, of a proper frame to make them babies. Wait, wait. So so then you would approach her and respectfully no. tell her to... What? You approach her dad. Right. And you say, right. I would I would like that. How much is that doggy in the window? <laughs> how, many, how many cows do you require for your young, for your young and well-breasted child? I guess... And this is another situation of backwards people that could have probably benefited from more internet savvy. Because once this... Got out on the internet. It's sorry. I have bad news. All you listeners oh, who, no. are, who are already buying tickets and looking up the Let Them Marry site, it it has been canceled. Oh yes, 
there was a little bit of outcry from people. What? How? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I think that was we we went item by item. Why, God? <laughs> I think I, just so you know, I just I just googled Quiverful because I kind of wanted to see a little bit more about it. And there was and in the apparently Google has a people also ask section. <laughs> what is a Quiverful? Are the Duggar family Mormon? <laughs> no, they are not. But they are kind of they're the same. pretty close. They might as well be. Oh, my God, though, even Mormons would cringe at the whole, like, basically, like, I will bring my daughter to market. They would be the weird family in the ward. For sure. For <laughs> sure. Although the uh, the fundamentalist Mormons would be right on board with oh, all yeah. this stuff. Oh, my God, though, the breast thing, I just can't get oh, over that. I almost couldn't read it. it it's was so, gross. so gross. Oh, you people. All right. I'm going to move on because that's awful. Um... To more awful. I mean, why not? We'll just, I mean, this is what we talk about here is awful things. Uh, Get ready to laugh, everybody. Right. Well, no, I mean, this is actually good we'll things, but, uh, but awful. <laughs> but good, but awful. Um, I don't know if you've heard this. Uh, it's made the news recently. Target, mm. the, uh, the land of Target. Wow, which, you know. I like the Target where when you're not that Walmart. Right, exactly. <laughs> Upscale Walmart yeah. is what I like to call it. The Walmart that has people I can tolerate in it. Um, so Target, uh, made a, uh, uh, an announcement recently that they were, that all of their bathrooms are open to anyone as are open to people who, to your, uh, gender identity. Choose your own bathroom. Right. To choose the boys room, turn to page 32. Right. If you chose the girls room, <laughs> turn to page 86. Right. Uh, and so, and so, tar- yeah, Target was very clear. It's your your gender identity is what tells you which which bathroom to go in, not what's dangling between your legs or what a Christian thinks you should go to. Mm. Uh, this, of course, has created uh, backlash and upheaval, and everybody's very very upset about this. Uh, specifically, the American Family Association, which to me sounds like uh, if it has family in the name, <laughs> right? Yeah, if it has family in the name, they mean hate, uh, <laughs> which should be every which should be a slogan. Uh, but yes, they uh, they they started a boycott of Target, which is totally going to work. Uh, that'll teach them. They actually have uh, more than uh, about about three quarters of a million signatures. Uh, uh, you know, on their on their boycott thing. Now, do signatures actually relate to people who stop going to Target? Probably not. <laughs> Just on the way home, like, oh, I have to get milk. Right, exactly. Oh, Target. I will never go in there unless they have a sale. Because <laughs> sometimes they have really good sales, you guys. I have to go in. But, you know, it's fine. It's fine. I, I won't go in. But I won't I go by the bathrooms, though. Yeah, exactly. I, w- I will definitely never use their bathroom. Here's the thing about the whole bathroom thing. The big trans crisis that is sweeping our country about bathrooms. And what if a man just pretends to be a woman and goes into a bathroom? And what, what will become of our wives and girls? Hmm. Dude, you have been sending your boys into bathrooms with full-grown men this whole time. Hmm. Boys get molested by men as much as girls do, probably. I don't know. They get molested by men every day. Your priest is molesting a boy right now as we speak, probably in a bathroom. And, like, what are, just what are the odds? 
I can count probably on one hand the times I have have seen a transgendered person that I that I knew of. Right. And other times, I'm sure they're doing a good they're doing a really good job. They just yeah. I mean, if they pass, which yeah. I, they're under no obligation in my no. mind to pass, but if they do pass, you don't even know. All right. And the thing is, the number of instances of reported cases of a trans person or a person claiming to be trans attacking someone in a bathroom is, let me tally it up, uh, carry the two, zero. (laughs) That has never happened in these United States. There's no reported cases of that. But the number of times that, like, yeah, perverts, creeps do go into bathrooms and attack people. It's just that they don't do it under the guise of being trans. That's just not how that works. A trans person doesn't do that. Um, it may happen at some point, but it's but you, we're not raising the danger level at all by saying, yes, a trans woman can go into a woman's bathroom and pee because she wants to pee. And how long could they possibly be in? Like, if you really have a problem, come back and... 60 seconds a couple minutes yeah, no, it, come that's, on guys that's not that's not the point Jake. i get it i'm just saying there's workarounds even for people that they're have a waiting problem. in there you they're can't lurking. they're waiting oh, in they're there lurking i forgot about the lurking yeah, the lurking that's right oh. and you as a man cannot protect your young child who goes in there while they're in there because you can't go in but these Wait. other these trans men they're just hanging out they're lurking in the bathroom waiting oh. to attack they're far more cagey than I gave them credit for. Yeah. Yeah, you're not really thinking this through. I was thinking rationally, just normal. I just, I, it's so, so weird. I just, I, I, like the, there's no thought being put into this except, there, I mean, what's really happening is I'm very uncomfortable because I don't understand this and it challenges my sense of like what gender is and what what it all is about and therefore i'm going to find a way to hate them but i can't just say hate because if i just say i hate them then i sound like a bigot but if i say that they might attack my children then i don't sound like a bigot i sound like a concerned parent and and then and and then i don't have to think anymore right so there you go okay yeah so go to target and go to use the bathroom and use whichever one works for you or don't use the bathroom. Or don't, you know, but our our listeners. They um, love using public restrooms. We they, know you. First of all, everybody <laughs> If just, anyone loves a good public restroom. Here's the thing. If you're, if you're in your home right now and you have to take a dump, go to Target and show them support. And take a dump there. We're start, hashtag take a dump at Target. As, as, a, as your support for the, for the trans community, take a dump at Target. For freedom. For freedom. Do it for freedom, people. Mm. All right. All right. Uh, I have one more story. Uh, so, so those, you know, some people are bigots and mean bullies, but you know who's a real bully? Who's that? God. Oh. Yes. He's the worst of them. Yes. They're, have you read any of his books? He's the worst. He does tend to come down fairly hard on people who disagree with him. Or just people who agree with him. <laughs> Did you read Joe? Just to test him out. Just like, fuck you. How about that? I'm God. What are you going to do about it, dickhead? That's good. Maybe Job should have gone the way of uh, this guy in Israel. Uh-oh. He filed a restraining order against God. <laughs> <laughs> D- wait, does that work? Can we do that? Time with, well, I'll tell you. He, he couldn't. The judge said no. 
Damn it. He called it ludicrous. Well, it kind of is. It is. But the reason why, he's he argued that over a three-year period, God had exhibited a seriously negative, negative attitude towards him. Or negative. I like negative. Ah. <laughs> Uh, But he he didn't go into detail, but just that God (laughs) had been really negative towards him and he just, you know, 40 feet away, God keep. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I get it. Although, frankly, if you're going to make a case before a judge, you have to do the detail. This is why it didn't work. Maybe that's why he didn't get it. If he could have really filed some serious claims. You have to, you have to, you have to show why. I mean, it's not like you can just go, go and try and file a restraining order against your neighbor and be like, Trust me, he's done some shit. You don't need to worry about it. Look, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you all the stuff that he's done. I just want him to be kept away from me. It's not how this works, That's dude. That's true. Next time, start writing things down that God's done. Right. Uh, although, yeah, I mean, from for my money, I would love to be able to file a restraining order against God, but like, you can't file a restraining order against like invisible fake people. So yeah. that's not gonna work. You can draw your own one up on invisible paper. Yeah. Can I can I file a restraining order against some of God's f- followers? Because those people can bug the shit out of me. That That's who this guy needs to be against. Right. Just, well, he's in Israel. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. God's everywhere in Israel. He's all over. Yeah. All right. Stupid God. Well, if you'd like to file a restraining order against us, uh, or just tell us why you don't love, uh, or, you know, just tell us something about what we've talked about today, you can write to us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com, or you can can have your your voice on the show, and once Frank's back, I'll know how to actually get those voicemails. There may be a thousand of them, I don't know. Uh, So you can, but... But do not lose hope. Frank will be back. So uh, call us, 424-666-8442. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIAtheist. Or try to be in the members-only lounge. And I do say try because apparently uh, every now and then I've I've now found out Facebook likes starts sometimes deletes people's requests and stuff doesn't tell them about it just i don't see it they think i've been a dick because i haven't let them in yet dan's not being a dick hang in there guys sometimes about this about this yeah (laughs) no uh so uh so if you don't get let in you know you can write to us and tell us or whatever but eventually we'll let you in um so that's the uh the tgia members only lounge you have to go to facebook and then search that out to find it all right. Well, to lead us into our next uh, conversation, I feel that we should listen to uh, Rafael Cruz, who is the father of one uh, Edward uh, Theodore. The- is it what? what I don't. Raúl Theodore. Rafael. No, Raúl Theodore Cruz. Anyway, something. Ted Cruz's dad. Ted is going to tell us all about uh, what happened one day. One, one fateful Sunday that led to us all being scared. I would assume, you correct me, that you and your family, and especially Ted, have been called to run for president. How do you pray for him? Well, I'll tell you, the decision to run for president of Ted was a long, long uh, decision. Ted and his wife and family, they spent six months in prayer, just seeking the will of God as to what to do. And that uh, culminated uh, one time uh, that uh, the whole family was together, 
and even his senior staff. We were at, uh, attending a church service all together at First Baptist Church of Houston, where he's a member. And after church, we went up to the pastor's office. We spent two hours on our knees seeking God's will about this decision. And it was there where Heidi said a word that, uh, you know, I believe it was just inspiration from God. And she said, seek God's face, not God's hand. And that was just as if there was a, a, a presence of the Holy Spirit in the room. And that, you know, we all were at awe. And Ted, just all that came out of his mouth, he said, he said, hear my Lord, use me. Here, my Lord, I surrender to whatever your will for my life is. And it was at that time that uh, he felt the peace about uh, running for president of the United States. Oh, Rafael Cruz, <laughs> you little cutie, you. I just, <clears throat> uh, Rafi is, 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 he's quite a guy, pretty proud of his son, although perhaps less so now. Because his son, in spite of God's very clear instructions. I have a feeling it's going to be less that God let Ted down and Ted let God down. Uh, this is an awkward. This year will be an awkward Thanksgiving for at the uh, Cruz family. <laughs> well, yeah. everyone's like, um, we were very clear. God was very clear with you about that. I just love. Here's what I love about that clip is like the unintended sexual overtones. Oh. Of the whole thing, like you, we all knelt. We were all on our knees for hours, and and then Heidi, because she's really in tune with things. She was like, "Seek God's face, not His hand," because He's way better with His face. Oh, he gives good face, Dan. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So Frank, come back. So here's the thing: we uh, decided we wanted to talk about uh, all the thing, all the people that. So basically, the GOP side of the presidential race in the United States is finally done. There is a presumptive nominee. Uh, unfortunately, it's the great pumpkin himself. Yeah, the one not called of God. The one, yeah, the one GOP candidate. I mean, there were a couple, but the, really the only GOP candidate that doesn't even understand that God isn't the guy that's looking back at him from the mirror every time he gets <laughs> God up loves me. Yeah. He always gives me a wink in the morning. <laughs> he does his hair just like me. <laughs> the, the, he's the only one left. But you have to understand, kids, every single one of these bastards thought that God was telling them to go do it. Right. So, yeah, we, we just got Ted Cruz's nauseating story about him being told. And frankly... You look at Ted Cruz and all of the awkward... Did you see the awkward, like, Carly Fiorina <laughs> yes. hand trying to raise you? I thought for a second they were doing, like, a cool five. Yeah. Like they, they were, like... <laughs> and then they would just, like, smack it out. And, and then we touch elbows and, and then we do this. And... <laughs> no. It was, no. It was she just Ted couldn't... Cruz trying to raise up Carly Fiorina's hand in a triumphal pose, and neither of them could 
they both were like, no, I'm on to top. No, him. I'm on top. No, don't touch me. No, I guess. Okay, fine. We'll just raise our hand. It was the most. <laughs> there are so many good. It makes me laugh. Gifts of Ted Cruz doing something creepy. There was one where he was giving some man a hug and he basically elbowed his own wife's face <laughs> out of the way to give this other guy a hug. Like the, he is a treasure trove of creep factor. Yeah. Uh, so apparently even God is just like, no, you're too creepy, dude. We can't let that happen. But he wasn't the only one. No. Tell us about another guy. There's, there's a few. Okay. Who's a, who's another Jesus? He went, Rick Santorum was in again. Oh, and he's always talking about how God wants him to run. Yeah. That guy, well, he just, he's all about God, everything in his life. What did you have a quote from him? He, uh, his wife said that they're defending God's truth in the world. They prayed a lot, and they believe with all their hearts that this is what God wants. Okay. Wrong. For a while. For, for <laughs> Till Iowa. Like, like, for a second. <laughs> and then uh, that, that Ben Carson character, he was, he was really godly. Oh, yeah. He was the one. That, you, you were the one that reminded me that yeah. he had that, that creepy painting of himself and God. Him with Jesus. Oh, him there, with yeah, Jesus. Both smiling away. Oh, my God. That dude is such a creep. I mean, he just looks high all the time. Yeah. yeah. When they asked him about uh, whether he would run, yeah. this was before he had he had talked at the, I think the prayer breakfast or something. Yeah. <laughs> you said it again. Breakfast again. If you were <laughs> two episodes back, I love it. I think I said breakfast. Did we just talk about that. Yeah, we did. Okay. Anyway, go on. Anyway, it's just how you say it. You know, we'll all accept you. <laughs> he um, they asked him, "Hey, are you going to run?" He said, "Well, if God grabs me by the collar and asks me to run." <laughs> then I will. And then once he started to run, they said, hey, remember how you said that. So does this mean God's behind you? He said, well, I feel fingers, but <laughs> it's mostly me. So mostly God wanted I, to run. God's just fingers like, were there. He was just nothing. I just like that God like grabbed him by the collar, <laughs> put him in the race, and then kicked him in the balls and said, nope, not you. Like every single time. Rick Perry, this time around, he didn't say anything about mm. God telling him to. But two, but but last, last cycle, time it was a whole thing. God, Mike Huckabee, God, Rand Paul, God, Marco Rubio. Honestly, these guys, John Kasich, who also, like, he he stayed in it just as long as uh, Ted Cruz. He was like, yeah, his thing was, uh, here's his quote. My family is a consideration. And number two, the most important thing, which, when is number two the most important thing? <laughs> John Kasich, you're not good at numbers. He says, what does the Lord want me to do with my life? You know, he puts us on earth all of us on earth to achieve certain purposes. And I'm trying to determine if this is what the Lord wants. And I'm going to figure that out laying in, and I'm not going to figure that out laying in bed, hoping lightning strikes. So I'm out there one foot in front of another. We'll see what happens. At least he's not saying God definitely told me to run, but I think he's got his answer. now. God told him to eat some pancakes. God, <laughs> that was a weird yeah. thing. Yeah. Shoveling in pancakes like God wants. Oh God! I, but, I but just where love... do you go from there? Yeah, literally. At what point? Like Santorum's the guy. Like I love these twofers. These guys that are like, yeah, God told me to run. At least they were like, well, if God told me to run and it didn't work the first time, it's gotta work the second time, right? right? He was just a, a campaign early. You know who was great though? Rubio also had said that. You know, it's the Lord is telling him where to go. But yeah. he did say when he lost, 
it's not God's plan that I be president in 2016 or maybe ever. <laughs> so he, he at least was like, clearly not God's plan, uh, I guess. His plan was to just jerk me around yeah. and spend a bunch of money. God, God is a dick, yeah. dude. This guy just keeps telling people to do stuff for his own enjoyment, <laughs> for his amusement. Do you know what would be funny? God's up there like smoking weed, talking with his buddies, and he's like, Oh, I'm totally going to tell Cruz to run. Yeah. And they're like, dude, that guy's too creepy. He's, nobody's going to ever vote for him. I know, man. I'm totally going to tell him But not just him. I'm going to tell like 12 people. Right. Yeah. I'm going to tell all of them to run. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. The only people. So now the only real contenders left in the race are, uh, are Drumpf and, uh, and Hillary and, well, and I'm going to say Bernie Sanders is yeah, still not a, done. He's a real person. He counts, which none of them have claimed that God told them to run. No, that's true. Bernie's the only one. Bernie doesn't, Bernie doesn't give a fuck about God. Yeah. The other two pretend like they do. Trump clearly doesn't know anything about God, but he keeps trying to be religious. He's brilliant. He's like the most, he's the best God uh, botherer there is because he doesn't understand anything about God and he keeps trying stuff because he knows he has to pander. Yeah, he has to say something, God. I love this. He said, they asked him about uh, uh, his accomplishments and God and he tried to bring, he said, we're all the same. I mean... We're all going to the same place, uh, probably one of two places, you know, but we're all the same. And I do, actually, I have a lot more humility than most people would think. <laughs> it's just... I, I, I don't think you do, Donald. Uh, he's just, he's even like trying to like, oh wait, there's heaven and hell. Yeah, yeah. What are those, <laughs> what do the Christians believe? Hurry and pander. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I so love funny. it. Here's the thing. Like, so if you'll recall, ladies and gentlemen, you've heard on our show uh, one Mr. Glenn Beck saying that God definitely wanted uh, Ted Cruz. Cruz. Yeah. Ted Cruz was the candidate. He's going to save the world. He is anointed. He <laughs> used that word. Yes. And now, oh, man, now it's all Glenn Beck is all about like. Oh, we're never going to have another Republican. God has forsaken God, our country. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you idiots didn't vote for him. And now basically we're descending into hell. <laughs> and he's not the only one. Like a whole shit ton of GOP oh, yeah. people are like, well, I guess uh, this country's owned by Satan now. So we'll just give up. Like they all see apocalypse. Yeah. A half of them welcome this upcoming election cycle because they hate Trump and Hillary so much that they just basically feel like Jesus has to come now, right? <laughs> like, Jesus has to come now. If there was any, they're the two beasts or right, something, exactly. right? <laughs> We've got two of the four horses right here. <laughs> the apocalypse is right now. I mean, if if they all, it, yeah, yeah. I was going to try and tie in something about the, the Kentucky Derby that's coming up with the four horsemen of the apocalypse, oh. but the, there was nothing there. I had nothing. I was looking for a joke. I had nothing. You, sh you should buy a horse for that and name him like Death. Right. You know, or exactly. Or yeah, exactly. Famine. Or, or, or like get a consortium of jockeys together and be like, okay, you guys are the four horsemen of the apocalypse. <laughs> Enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, when Glenn Beck is saying like, oh, it's over, guys, it's over. He was literally saying, "There will you will never have another Republican uh, president," and and he's I mean he's not wrong. Like it will be a long time before a Republican gets into the presidency again, yeah. uh, because the Republicans have fucked themselves. They've basically <laughs> just said, 
all we care about is Jesus and hating gays. That is our entire platform for the indefinite future. Right. And they were roundly rejected by right. most and, people. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Now, now Beck is calling on conservatives to leave the GOP because it, because it's too crazy for him. The, the like everything has gone nutso because they were promised that God was on their side. And then the one guy that the people seem to have chosen as their guy is like, he doesn't even know. Yeah, he doesn't know what to when he goes to church. He doesn't know what dish to put the money in. He just throws <laughs> throws money randomly in all directions, <laughs> hoping he's going to hit the right thing. He doesn't know. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't know the cool, the hip way to refer to biblical passages. No. He's just not a God dude. And they all know it. They smell it on him. Yeah. But at least he'll build a wall to keep out the damn Mexicans. Who who believes in God more than the Mexicans, <laughs> too? Like that's right. that's kind of ironic, right there. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's honestly, a, it's a crisis just... of faith for your Christian neighbors. So, you know, so make fun of yeah, them, bake them some cookies. Yeah, actually, that's the thing to do. Yeah. Go around to all of your Christian neighbors and offer them baked goods because right now they don't know what the fuck is happening. Yeah. Up is down. Left dogs and cats <laughs> living together. Mass hysteria. <laughs> It's a it's a wacky world out there. Uh, we what, who else were we going to talk about that that's God's plan? We oh we got that tow truck driver. Oh, that's right. We were going to tie well, him into this. He's like he's you know, it's God doesn't just talk to presidential candidates. <laughs> no, he talks to the humblest of tow truck drivers. Right. There's a guy. Uh, who cares who he yeah, is well, or where? You he heard is. about him? He, he wouldn't pick up the Bernie supporter. Right, yeah, he, 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 there's a, some disabled woman stranded on the side of the road. He drives all the way out to her and then is like, oh, nope, she supports Bernie Sanders. Peace. And leaves as a statement about, like, God. Like, he made, he made it about, like, well, yeah. God told me yeah. I should probably just not support. Like that parable in the Bible where there was somebody <laughs> right. stranded on the side of the road. That good. And you just kept right. on walking. Right, exactly. The good Samaritan who Keep said. Keep on trucking, Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. I, it's just so amazing out there what, what God. It's, who was it that said that they. It was, some, it was a great quote. Somebody had a great quote about uh, noticing that. I think maybe it was Susan B. Anthony or something. That God tends to. Seems to line up right behind the, that particular believer's. Uh, personal prejudices right. and beliefs and stuff. So yeah, Ted Cruz didn't hear. It's not my time, guys. God said, "Take it easy." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing about Ted Cruz. It's like God magically wants all of the same agendas that Ted Cruz wants. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that great? And somehow that doesn't line up with what God wants. Uh, with 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 what you know, John Kasich wants, or what you know. Some at some point somebody's got to notice that God is sending some mixed messages. Somebody's got to figure that, that out. Been, that has been the pattern for many a year now. For millennia, <laughs> God has been like, "Hey, do this. Messages. Hey, don't ever eat shrimp." <clears throat> Just kidding. It's nah. cool. Whatever. Hate the gays. Nope. Love everybody. I don't care. <laughs> Fuck you. Who cares? Uh, oh, I. God. You know what? I, here's here's the truth, and I'm going to admit this. I. It's almost as if God doesn't exist. It's like that. It would seem It's that almost as if these way. people just made that dude up entirely. All right. I'm starting a whole podcast just about that. 
just about not believing in God. I'm going to start it. I'm going to do it. You heard it here first. Tune in next week when Dan doesn't believe in God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For the surprising conclusion of Dan doesn't believe in God. Uh, well, there you go, kids. Uh, the Lord is has forsaken the GOP. What are you going to do? Uh, keep praying, and hopefully something will happen. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I want to th- also thank uh, Mackenzie for doing our awesome, uh, our, our, oh, you know what? First, I'll, I'll do this in the right order. Fuck it. I'll do it in the right order. <laughs> uh, if you guys want to chime in and, uh, and be a part of this conversation, we welcome that. Uh, you can write to us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can go to the Facebook page, which uh, Mackenzie is the one who does that, uh, and she's amazing. She just she just takes care of it. I don't pay her. She doesn't get paid for that. She Every now and then she comes into town and we buy her a damn drink. That's about <laughs> it. But she's awesome. Uh, so so go, to the, go to the Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Atheist, and how about send her a message and just say thanks. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Um, or you can find the, uh, the, the TGIA members only lounge. You're on there, Jake. Yeah. You're in the members only lounge. Every now and then you chime in with something. Something funny. Something cute and clever. Uh, So go to there uh, and ask to be a member. Thanks again to Mackenzie for all of her hard work. Thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for letting us use their music. Thank you, Jake. Hey. For coming back on the show. No problem. Really appreciate you God told me to. God, God did direct you to us, and we appreciate God and you for all of that. And thank you, dear listener, for tuning in. Uh, we sure do appreciate you listening. Uh, and uh, and God be with you. Bye.